So I want you to imagine that the Holy Spirit is a fire that burns within each believer. You have been given great authority and responsibility in stewarding what the Holy Spirit has given you when it comes to giftings, when it comes to abilities, when it comes to certain virtues and and characteristics, hallelujah. Each one of us has been given different gifts, diverse gifts. You can either fan the flame or you can extinguish it. And I want to encourage you to fan the flame of the Holy Spirit that rises up within you, that's moving, that's active in you right now. Hallelujah. And I'm going to pray. I'm going to pray that God continues to help you fan the flame at the end of this message. I'm going to pray that God activates the things that are lying dormant within you and gives you a fresh fire to walk out your destiny. So by fanning the flame, we are allowing the Holy Spirit to take control in our lives. The heat of the flame should should be felt by all who come into contact with us. We're atmosphere changers. We're people who walk into the room and they should feel a shift. They should feel darkness flee. They should feel peace and love and joy enter into that room. They should see and feel an impression of holiness, of purity. And of righteousness. If you're not shifting atmospheres, you may have gone into that place where you've become complacent. You may have forgotten about your, your deep, intimate relationship with God. You may have said, you know what? I have more important things to do than spending time with God, than reading the word, than praying. Well, let me tell you, there's nothing more important than that. There's nothing more important. And when you get into that intimate place with God, when you find yourself in the river, you're never going to want to come out. And out of that relationship is going to flow so much prosperity. And not only, I'm not, not talking about finances, okay? Finances are fine. And it's good to have the money that you need, but God is not always going to give you want, what you want, but you're going to prosper. You're going to see divine favor and grace upon your life, which is going to flow out of intimacy with God. So we quench the Holy Spirit every time the Spirit of God tells us to do something and we fail to obey. So I want to see the manifestation of God's Spirit in your life. You need to make obedience to the Spirit's leading a priority. And I recently heard a testimony about a man who boarded a private jet, and I want to tell of this testimony. I want to speak of this testimony because it has so much to do with listening to the voice of God, and I believe this really depicts what that means. So it turned out that the pilot wasn't very experienced when this man went to go take a flight with someone who was actually a pastor who was flying a private jet, a small plane. The pilot actually passed out as he went into the clouds. He didn't have any experience flying in the clouds, and he said that they would make him pass out. The passengers frantically attempted to contact someone on the radio. Finally, after a few minutes, a voice began to instruct the man and his companions on how to operate the plane. The voice told him, listen to my voice and obey my voice. The voice said, you can't see me, but you can hear me. I'm here. Obey my voice. The voice then said, look to get, said, look to get where you need to go. Uh, look, I'm going to get you where you need to go safely and you'll land 
but you need to listen to my voice. You'll need to fly through a storm. And this storm is coming, but if you focus on the storm, if you focus on the dark clouds and the rain moving in, you will die. He said, listen to me, don't pay attention to the storm, focus on my voice. He said, if you start paying attention to anything other than my voice, you will die. The man listened to that voice and flew a plane for the first time and landed it without any issues, and it's because he obeyed the voice. Do you realize how many voices cry out to us each day from the world, from the enemy, and from our own minds? There's thousands of voices going on and speaking each and every day of our lives. That man wouldn't have been able to fly that plane through a storm and land without listening to that voice. And we can't live our lives and end up at our final destination of heaven unless we listen to the voice of God that's taking us deeper, that wants us to walk with him, that wants us to be comforted by him, that wants us to be edified by him, that wants us to be strengthened, encouraged, and used by him. So there's a voice you must obey as well. And the voyage is much more dangerous than flying a plane. The storms of life have the ability to destroy, dismay, and delay. And they have the chance or the opportunity to bring us into a place of death or to bring us into a place of life. And they have, his voice has the ability to bring us, Jesus's voice has the ability to bring us into that final destination of heaven, as I just said. So although the clouds are dark and the rains moved in, the voice is steady. The clouds move in, the storms of light, Life come in, but the voice of the Holy Spirit is steady. Peace is spoken over us with every word. When Jesus speaks to us, there's a song that says, I don't want to miss a word you speak. And I don't want to miss a word that the Holy Spirit speaks. I don't know about you, but I don't want to miss a word that he speaks because he speaks peace over us. He rejoices over us. You know, when I got that picture of of Jesus rejoicing over us, of, of God rejoicing over us as sons and daughters. It changed everything for me. I used to have a brother that encouraged me all the time. And, and you know, when I saw favor on my life, he would say, the Lord rejoices over you, brother. He sings over you. And maybe you haven't known that kind of love, but Jesus is calling you into his arms that you would know this great love, this mercy, and this grace that he has for you. And you're, you're going to have a chance to accept and receive Jesus tonight at the end of this message. So stick around, please, and receive him. When this flight called life is finally over. Jesus is the only one who can guarantee you'll arrive safely at your final destination. Faith is necessary to please God and to walk with Jesus. And do you know what gives Satan an opportunity to operate in your life? Do you know it's fear? The complete opposite of faith is fear. And fear gives the enemy access into your life to mess with you because you've gotten out of, play, out of a place of standing in a position of faith. 
So the devil needs fear to operate in your life, but God needs faith to operate in your life, to activate blessing, to activate favor. God tells us not to be afraid in the scriptures over 300 times and for good reason. Fear, frustration, and anger are some of the things that can quench the flow of the Holy Spirit in your life as, we go out, as we've gone over. When we're living through different situations, we should remember 1 Peter 5, 7. 1 Peter 5, 7 says this, Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Jesus cares for you. Take that anxiety, take that fear, take that depression and cast it on him. And say, Lord, I can't handle it. I can't do this, but I know you can. You're strong. You're mighty. You're powerful. There's nothing that you can't take. There's nothing that you can't deal with. And you've displayed that. You've expressed that through the cross. You took the sins of the world upon yourself. You took the pain and the torment for me. And I know that you can take this, Lord. Take it from me. And that happened in my life as I gave God my addictions, as I gave God my depression, as I gave God my, su my suicidal thoughts and all the things that I was battling and said, Lord, I can't do it. I need your Holy Spirit. And he gave me his Holy Spirit and he's been empowering me and, and lifting me and, and using me ever since. So I encourage you to give it all over to Jesus and ask him for the Holy Spirit that's been promised to his sons and daughters. So each trial is a test. God wants to see how you'll respond. Will you cast your cares on him or will you fail to obey him? Will you fall into fear, doubt, and dismay while also, while also hindering the operation of the Holy Spirit? Allow the Holy Spirit to do what he does best and allow him to comfort you. I sense that there's many that have broken hearts tonight. There's many who feel like taking their own lives. And I've been there. I've been there. Don't let that suicide spirit, that spirit of suicide, take you to a place of hopelessness. I recently heard statistics that three out of every 10 people in the United States of America are in a constant state of despair and depression and hopelessness. And I want to tell you tonight, there's a hope above every other hope. There's a great hope that's greater than any other hope you can find in this world. And it's found in Jesus Christ. He wants to impart joy and peace and love. He's got a love that's greater than any other love. A person can't love you like God can. No one can love you like Jesus can. And he's displayed not only that what he can take, what he can take upon himself like our sins and the torment and pain, but he's displayed that he loves us through the power of the cross. He loved us enough to lay down his life for us. Why should we not give our lives for him? And I tell you, if you give him the opportunity to step in, to take your pain, to comfort you, to express and show you his true love tonight, you'll never regret it. And that hopelessness will turn to hopefulness and you'll never turn back. You'll never turn back. So let's pray right now. If you want to receive Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, say this prayer with me. Father God, I believe that Jesus is your son. I believe that he died on the cross for my sins. Lord, forgive me of my sins. 
wash me and cleanse me and purify me. I believe that you shed your blood for me, Jesus. I believe that you rose from the grave and that you are Lord forevermore. Lord, lead me and guide me by your Holy Spirit. Help me to live in a way that's pure and holy unto you. Give me the strength and all that I need, Lord, to live out a life that's pleasing to you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.